gateworld.net. I'm David Reed. I'm here at GateCon 2008 with Mr. Gary Jones, yes. technician uh, Walter Harriman, Harriman Davis, Walter Ted Davis, Norman, Norman Davis. S- there was the other Sergeant, one. Sergeant, Master Sergeant, Senior Master, Master Sergeant, Chief Master Sergeant. Whatever. It doesn't matter. In fact, in fact, uh, I got to the point where I finally got T-shirts made up. You did? And, yeah. You you should check them out in the in the room, and they are. I just had this flash. I thought, okay. This is so much like the evolution of man, and I and I titled it the evolution of Harry Man, <laughs> right? So you'll you'll see it you'll see it when uh, when you have a look at it. Um, oh sweet! And what it is is like you know that classic um, uh, the, the the illustration of the monkey turns into the yes, man, it gets bigger it gets and bigger. bigger the, the silhouette it turns in, the silhouette turns into Homo sapien. Well, it starts off as the chimp. The monkey is uh, just underneath says technician, <laughs> and then the next one the next one says uh, says uh, Sergeant Davis. And the next That's one says right. Sergeant, Sergeant Norman Norman Davis. Davis. And the next one says. Says says uh, Master Sergeant Norman Walter Davis, and then the last one, and the four, of course, are man, you know, growing, walking upright. <laughs> then the then the fifth one is is a silhouette of me at the computer, um, and so uh, <laughs> so so, and then it says then underneath that it says uh, uh, Chief Master Sergeant uh, Norman, uh, uh, Chief Master Sergeant Walter Harriman. Walter Harriman, which so wasn't it, it, confirmed until Atlantis, interestingly enough, the episode Home. Where you say your name over the com? Is that right? This is Sergeant. This is Sergeant Walter Harriman. Yeah. Oh, and it was I've in a dream said, sequence. I've actually oh, yeah. said my own. Uh, I yes. actually said my own name. See, yeah, I, that's I, right. I, I lose track of these things. All I remember is that is that in uh, the episode 2010, Richard Dean Anderson named me Walter. That's right. Your first name yeah. was yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was slid. The, the last name slid all over the place. And my yeah. part, my my buddy and I, Darren, my buddy Darren and I were thinking, yeah, that, what? We have to explain the last name. Oh, so I, for I, a guy, how do we do that? You know. <laughs> well, so. I, I actually have the explanation for uh, please for, for Harriman that a lot of people don't know. It was uh, uh, the late great Don Davis uh, was delivering a line, and it was written in the script uh, as he referred to me as Airman. Airman? Yeah, because I'm an Air Force guy, right? And of course, Don's drawl, oh, open the iris, Airman, Airman. Right. And after the scene was over, it was like, did Don Hang say on. Airman or it? It's weird. It sounded like like Harriman or Harriman. And next thing I know, that's where that came from. That's where that came from. Don Davis's oh, pronunciation God. of the word airman <laughs> turns into Harriman, and I'm Walter Harriman. <laughs> it was like it was like the most sort of like patchwork piecemeal that, way. Of, I never thought of that of getting my name together. And, and of course, in 2010, Richard goes, you know, he's he calls me Walter. And Walter. Everybody goes, everybody goes, well, his name's not Walter. He goes, well, it is now. So you, that was you know, you mentioned radar. I wonder if he got that from Ash. You know, I have no idea. I, he didn't reference that when he when he did it. He just said, "Oh, I." Ah. He said, "Oh, he kind of looks like you look a like a Walter." Yeah, that's what he said. Right. And so they they just they you know they were all scrambling around changing the scripts and going, "Oh, because his name is Walter now." And I'm like, I'm just like sort of the, the innocent, you know, yeah. like a drive-by naming. Exactly. Like, like that's all it was. I was like the innocent victim of whatever. <laughs> Tori Higginson, like one of her last things that she did before she departed Atlantis, she named Chuck. 
technician Chuck. Did she? She gave him a name, and it's his real name too. Yeah. But he looks like a Chuck. I know. So uh, He's that a was great perfect. Guy too. He yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. We we interviewed him. He's like you guys <laughs> passing notes, the technician notes, yeah. walking down the down the uh, the the uh, studio from each other. How's it going over I there? I was on Atlantis How's the other day. How's my gate room doing? <laughs> I was on Atlantis the other day, and he walked by me at the at the the, the breakfast truck. Uh, you, were, like, you were on Atlantis the other yeah, day? Yeah, I did an episode of Atlantis. All right. So that'll be upcoming, and then I'm on the final episode. Okay. Yeah. They just shot... Uh, they're working on um, Identity right now. Yeah. Okay. That's it's... not the one I'm on. Okay. I can was you... on the previous one. Can you tell yeah. us the episode name? Uh, no. I can't remember okay. it. Oh. Um, 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 okay. It's, it's like... It'll be like the second to... Brainstorm. To, uh, um, oh, Vegas. Uh, uh, boom, boom. boom. Enemy at the gate. Um, no, that's not up yet. No, it, you know what? It actually might be identity. Okay. I think it might be. Okay, because they were shooting that two days ago. So sweet. So yeah. you're even back. So you're if back. they were shooting that two days ago, then that's the one I was on. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Don recently uh, passed away. Yeah. Um, a month before his final movie came out, Continuum. I know. I know. It's like, oh my god. Like, I, I know. I got a call from Peter DeLuise. And he goes, oh, I got some sad news. And, we're, you know, you hear that news. And I was just, I was like, just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And clean bill of health. and I know. And that's everything. the strange thing. Yeah. 66? Yeah. And a clean bill of health. And, and uh, my God. And I worked with that guy for, like, you know, a long know, time. Like, seven years, for sure. Yeah, because, because Rick became the general in year eight. So I worked with Don from, like, day one. Seven years. And I remember when he met me. Uh, when, I, when I met him, I, he, I introduced myself, and he goes, he goes, oh, I'm Don S. Davis. Uh, how, how, I forget how much he weighed. He was like 235 pounds or something. Like mm-hmm. that. He goes, I'm 235 pounds of romping, stomping, Missouri bullshit. Uh, that's how he introduced himself? That's how he introduced himself to me. Romp, 235 pounds of romping, stomping, Missouri bullshit. Oh, jeez. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> and you spent just about as much time with him as every as all of SG-1 did. Yeah, we always used to say, like, even Don is so funny. As much as Don worked, when we when we rapped each episode, he'd go, he'd go, when are you working? Like, like he didn't When know. are you working? Yeah, he'd go, when are you working? Because he'd go, are you, are, you, are you in the next uh, episode? Because he knew that if... More than likely, if I was working, he was working. Right. Because he didn't know. You, right? you lived in his domain. I totally know, lived in his room. domain. And I had no idea. I, I, I was really, um, I was on a day-to-day, episode-to-episode, uh, had no idea. I could, yeah. I, I could have been in like every episode or none. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just used to get the call going mm-hmm. uh, from my agent saying, oh, you know, are you, the next episode's from here to here. Are you mm-hmm. available? Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I am. Yeah. Don working? Is Don working? If I'm working, Don's working. That's Don's, right. If Don's working, I'm working. If I'm working, Don's working. It was like, we were always like that. Because it's like the actors are, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're still uh, an insecure bunch, you know, because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you're, on a, you're on a show, you know, and suddenly then it becomes mm-hmm. about like, how long is the show going to last? You know, what am I going to do after that? Blah, and as soon as it's done, you're back to the bread line totally. practically until the next totally. one comes along, you know, yeah. the life of an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You're here at GateCon yeah. once again, yeah. pleasing audiences the world over. Yeah. What is it about these fans that you enjoy coming back to year after year? Well, it's just like a cultural phenomenon that that if you if you haven't been to a con, mm-hmm. it's just you, you can't kind of like understand it. It is uh, it's like a big love in. They all you know there's a common bond which they all love mm-hmm. the show, 
and um, and then all the actors kind of like have a blast. They really have a good time. I've gotten to know so many other actors through doing conventions because my my part on on Stargate was was limited in a way just to the control room, right? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. There's lots of people who played like aliens and wraiths and this and that and other, you know, that they would go to other planets and see. And I didn't even know the who these people are. Mm-hmm. And then I end up on a convention mm-hmm. and with so and so go, who's this guy? Oh, he was he played this, you know, king or he played this alien or whatever so it's pretty cool I get to actually meet other actors and it's I don't know it's really fun I mean the, the, this GateCon in particular I find is, is a, this is just a great energy uh, people are having a good time I mean the city's beautiful Vancouver's oh, it's gorgeous. gorgeous so everybody kind of takes on this collective kind of uh-huh. like you know it's like a big loving you know And uh, mm-hmm. people are on vacation They went. some of them went whale watching the other day and then I they know. get to do Stargate on the weekend I, know. I mean I know I mean I, mean, I did a I did a um, uh, convention in in North Carolina, where I basically people go. So what do you think of North Carolina? And I go. Well, the hotel lobby is lovely. Like yeah. I was there. You know, I, I flew in. And, yeah. I was there, and then I flew out. So mm-hmm. so I didn't get to unlike these people who fly to Vancouver and mm-hmm. just they like, book off like a couple of weeks or it's a week. It's their vacation. They're it's walking their around. They're going to Stanley Park. They're biking. They're blah blah blah. They're going all this stuff. You know. So mm-hmm. everybody is in a like a really good mood. And they get to spend an hour with. Gary frickin' Jones. Gary frickin' Jones. Gary frickin' Jones. Don't, don't rename me. Don't give me another name. Sorry. Because I Sorry. can't handle that. Frickin' Davis. Frickin' Harriman <laughs> Davis Walter dude. Chimp technician. <laughs> are those shirts for sale? They are. Oh, I'm going to get one. They are for sale. Mom, I know I wasn't going to spend too much money, but I've got to do it. Starhole. Yeah. What is this phenomenon? Starhole? Yes. Well, it's actually, I'm not going to tape it, so can you tell it's actually, us? It's actually Starhole SG 1.5. And uh, Perdon. Yeah. And that is it is it is uh, it is uh, the brainchild of uh, myself and Dean Hagland. Your buddy Dean Hagland. Because um, we've done Star Trek shows together. We way back when we were improvising in Vancouver, we did a show together where I played Captain Kirk and he played Spock. That's where your Kirk impression Spock. comes from. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so he played, uh, so I played Kirk and he played Spock. And so we just said, well, let's just do them again. And let's just, because because the thing about conventions is they're always looking for something different. You yeah. know, the fans are always like, you know, they yeah. want to be entertained. I've found that every time I've gone out there to, to chat with the crowd, they're, uh, I guess, I don't think they're interested in, you know, oh, my acting technique and blah, blah. They, they just want to they just want to hear the good stories and the fun and, the, you know, like, they want to laugh. Mm-hmm. So, so Dean and I said, uh, why don't we... Um, just uh, create like a little a little show and and because our background is in improv we just did a, a like a really loose loosely structured show mm-hmm. and that we would fill in the blanks with the improv so in other words we come out and we do a really super low tech version of Stargate uh, I still play Walter in my flight suit mm-hmm. Dean plays Amanda Tapping because he's got the blonde hair and the sport bra and uh, <laughs> and this is the best part. We get the audience members to play everybody else. So we get oh, like we get geez. people out of the crowd, and we get and we tell them what to do. And so somebody is somebody is O'Neill, somebody is Daniel Jackson, uh-huh. and, uh, and then uh, and then they get they all get killed off. They all get killed <laughs> off on the mission, right? And only Amanda, only only Sam Carter comes back and says. Uh, Walter, you have to go come back on the planet with me and like save. Oh, save so 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 we go through the Stargate together, and uh, and then we you know there's a possible romantic thing, but you know it's with Dean, so it's with Dean, so it doesn't go too far. You know? <laughs> it's pretty funny though. It's pretty funny. The crowds go go mental. So we've sold like 
a huge amount of tickets for this thing. People are just like coming to it tonight. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay. And there'll be DVDs after, so you'll ah. eventually, uh, you know, you, you, you can get a copy of the DVD, and so you'll be able to see the show and talk about it. But because of its framed frame, framework nature, it's a little different every time. Oh, absolutely. Because okay. first of all, we don't know we don't know what kind of people that we're going to get from the crowd, mm-hmm. and plus we we uh, you know we fill in the blanks with the with the. You know, we ask them to fill in the blanks, like what what's happening on the planet, what's the problem on the planet, and so whatever we get from the crowd, that's mm-hmm. what we improvise around. Mm-hmm. So, so the show, so the, the the show, the loose structure of the show stays the same, but the, but like you say, the content changes a little bit each time. But that was totally fun. We just like. I mean, the time we did it in Atlanta, we were just basically standing there. It was like they were like just telling joke after joke after joke. The mm-hmm. crowd was just like so into it, you know. When mm-hmm. I stood, when I when we started the show, and I just sat down in my chair and I just started going Chevron one encoded. Yeah. Chevron, they just went nuts. Yeah. They just went nuts because they were actually like, it's. And I forget about this, you know. I yeah. truly do. I forget about this. Like, you made they, an icon. They're like, they're like, we're in the room with the guy exactly. who's doing. I'm like. And the, and the reaction was like, oh, this is pretty cool. That's you right. You admit, it's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's great for me. Yeah. In Lost City, there was, uh, there was a scene with, uh, that Rob Cooper wrote where uh, Walter was sitting with Emmett Bregman, the documentarian, and Walter's explaining his job. Yeah. And it's kind of like oh, that's pretty. Heroes. heroes. What did I say? Lost City? Lost City what is yeah. it with me? I know this stuff. Lost, heroes. He was explaining his job. Open the iris. Close the iris. Yeah. Do you ever feel sympathy for this character? Like, man, he needs a girl. Oh, I laughed so hard when I read that script. I just killed myself laughing. I was like, finally, this is now the writers completely having fun with my character. Because he says, he goes, he goes, uh, so he settles in. He's like, okay, so tell me what you do. I thought it was going to like reveal like some secret thing that he did, like much more complicated. Exactly. You know? Well, I, when I read the script, I saw that he was like, you're know, really talking to uh-huh. the other characters about what what goes on. Like, it's very important to him. It's really important. And then he goes to me, "What do you do?" And I go, "Well, I, I open the iris, I close the iris." And he goes, it. "And he goes, and what else?" That's pretty much my job. <laughs> like you got to know that to, to deliver lines like uh-huh. that, it's just gold. It's just mm-hmm. the best kind of. You know, and Andy Makita, the guy who directed Heroes, the my mm-hmm. buddy, uh, Andy was like, I could see Andy behind uh, Saul Rubinick, mm-hmm. and he was like doubled over, and he was doing one of those. Yeah, and was, like, trying laughing. not to distract you, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, and they finished the scene, and he's like, God! <laughs> like oh, that. so you got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all laughing, and it's just like playing it so deadly straight. And plus, the other element, if you, if you go by and watch that episode, um, uh, you'll notice that when I'm talking to him, I'm glancing at the camera, and that was yeah. al- that was an element that I I didn't realize until I started filming. No, it makes it perfectly that, real. That like that wasn't on the page. Yeah, on the page. The camera's the actually words. there this time. Suddenly, it's like the video camera, and I'm like, like, like kind of like, is this okay? You, uh huh. Should I look into the camera? And Andy was laughing at that because then I looked. You know, Walter, who basically opens the gate and kind of runs the joint, is mm-hmm. now nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Uh, Oh my God! It was so much fun to do that scene because, like, the writers were like, "Oh, let's just goof around," mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Yeah. Do you miss coming in week after week? You know, do you miss SG One being around? Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, I mean, it was, I mean, I didn't come in week after week. That was the thing about out of about, about out of about, right. out, out of two hundred and so episodes. I did like a hundred and two episodes. I did half the episodes. So I wasn't in every week, but I was in enough that it was just like this is a great gig. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I miss I miss uh, work. There's there's. I got to experience working on a show where you're completely comfy with the crew, completely comfy with the directors, because really, Stargate, they, you know, they brought a, like Andy used to be the production manager, Mark yeah. Wood was an AD, yeah. Uh, yeah, and now even uh, Will Waring, uh, right. you'll see his name, uh, Will is like was like a camera operator, mm-hmm. and they loved him so much, and he was so good at his job, of course, the next time he negotiates his contract, it's like, well, I'd like to direct an episode, because, you know, he, he, he's been around it enough, and he, he, so, of course, Will directs an episode, and then they're like, oh, that was great, so then he gets more, so now, now Will's in the mix, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it really is this kind of like, it feeds, it feeds up, it's right? It's a school. It's a total school, and... Yeah. And one thing I learned about, um, and I would tell other actors in town too, I go, you know, if you come into Stargate and you do a good job and they like you, they'll, they'll uh, guarantee they'll bring you back because there are so many storylines, so many histories and cultures and this and that, mm-hmm. that, that uh, you know, Alex Zahara has done like uh, seven roles. I yeah, mean, a lot of it, in, a lot of it in prosthetics, and but but they just keep bringing them back. They go oh, play this female waitress, play this, <laughs> play this, play that, and he just comes in and does it. So it's like. He hit the jackpot. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like as an actor, he got to do a million different things, and so they, if they like you, they they bring you back because because you make their job easier. Mm-hmm. They go, well, I could, well, I know we can do that. So why just, break what we know works? Why break what we know works? It's mm-hmm. like and they, so that is fantastic to to have a to have a creative crew that responds that way to the to the acting talents. Awesome. Completely. Yeah. yeah. What, so what are you currently working on? Any any movies on the horizon that we need to keep an eye out for? I, or, um, um, well, I, like I said, I just did a couple of episodes. Uh, I just did an episode of Atlantis, and I'm in the very last episode. Uh, okay. So uh, Any at the Gate, which is production number 519. Yeah. Unless you go to Vegas. No. <laughs> okay. Are they going to Vegas? They're going to Vegas. Oh, no, I'm not going to Vegas. <laughs> okay. Think, so, no, that would have been great. Uh, I got married in Vegas, so... Ah! Yeah, sweet. The Graceland Chapel of Love. Oh! My wife given away by a rather large Elvis. Oh, thank you very much. It was great. Uh. (laughs) See you later. Um, And so, uh, no, I'm not going to Vegas, but, you know, great to be on the show, right? And what else am I doing? Then I'm doing a... Then I'm working on a show. It's uh, It's a pilot for Fox... Oh. Uh, it, and it's a, it's called, it's a comedy, uh, a one-hour comedy called Mistresses, and it's, I don't know if it's like a soap opera send-up kind of thing, but uh, one of the, one of the main characters is a soap opera star, and I play, uh, I'm one of the producers on that show, like the show within the show. So, oh, it's so, like um, that British extras. It is. It is. It's wait, yes, like extras, but this show was actually. Based on another British show, uh, oh. I, I read. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm in. The, I'm doing that, and um, the uh, I've got a I've got a pitch uh, for a show idea in with uh, the movie channel up here that they're yeah. that they kind of like, so they're looking at, and um, and then I'm writing a book. That's right. Yeah. Tell us about the book. I told you that, didn't I? I mean, but not them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to remember that. They, yeah. This is information they don't know. Yeah. No, I'm, write, I'm writing a book. I decided to write a book because, uh, um, I don't know, it's just kind of like my sort of take on life and the stuff that's happened to me and, 
and uh, I was encouraged to do that by my wife because she just said, you know, you just look at. She likes my writing and just like make her laugh, and so so um, I just finally said, okay, you know what, I'm gonna sit down and do this. So I've been doing it. Well, I've just been plugging away at yeah uh, at, at doing that. Anyone who's watched you at these conventions knows that you're a great storyteller, you know. And so well, that's the thing. Solidify I mean, some of this, right? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, it's actually the challenge for me in in that respect is to take that storytelling technique or how whatever I create on stage and see if I can actually. Put it, you know, uh, create it on the page and, and see how it see how it goes. And so far, I mean, my wife, I, I, she's a, she's a, she reads and reads and reads, and she's a, she's a pretty good editor. So she's been reading my stuff, and she's she's going, oh, yeah, this is really funny. So so at this point, it's literally a matter of uh, volume, right? It's mm -hmm. just quantity now. It's just like getting the, enough stuff that I can put into a manuscript and send off and go, hey, you know, it's uh, like the kind of writers I like are like David Sedaris, who who just I mean, I don't know if you've ever read any of his stuff. It's it's very funny, and he just basically writes about his life, but it's hilarious. He just has an interesting take on things, and he just writes that take on things. So I thought, well, maybe I'll give that a go. And there's another guy, uh, a travel writer named Bill Bryson. Oh, he's my favorite writer. All right, so so it's it's a la Bill Bryson. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like it's like oh, that's you know, I, I'm in a situation going, oh, that was weird. His slice yeah, of life. This is yeah. my take on on an odd little. Little moment, so so that's what I like because because I have to you know all the time whenever I experience these things, I go home and I tell my wife and I mm -hmm. tell my friends like oh you won't believe what happened and then mm -hmm. it's like you know then it's out there right mm -hmm. so well so why not put it on the page perfect yeah I mean if your blogs are any indication it's gonna be <laughs> hilarious are you writing it with anyone or are you just writing no just it me okay just me sweet yeah all right Gary yeah I mean my my sense of humor is that gets very I have a writing partner who uh, who I've written. Like shows with and uh, and uh, creating, you know, trying to come up with show ideas. And I told him I was writing it. He he got all excited because he was like, oh yeah, like you know, mm -hmm. he says absolutely you should be doing that. So yeah, there you sweet go. man. Yeah. Good luck with that. That's Thanks. gonna be great.